This is Nerd Podcast Radio, brought to you by our patrons at patreon.com slash nerdpodcastradio. We use the support of our patrons to bring you the best show we can. We also reward our patrons with bonus audio each week. If you would like to contact us, the best way to do that is our Nerd Podcast Radio Facebook page, where we share nerdy stuff and talk to our listeners. You can also reach us at brian.nerdpodcastradio at gmail.com, mike.nerdpodcastradio at gmail.com, erica.nerdpodcastradio at, you guessed it, gmail.com. It's not at, you guessed it, it's erica.nerdpodcastradio at gmail.com and anthony. it's a joke anthony doesn't have an email address you can also reach us on twitter at SuperVeganBrian, at NerdcasterMike, at CurseySmurfErica, and of course, at NerdcastRadio. Thanks for listening, everyone. Enjoy the show. Welcome to a nerd show. Nerd Podcast Radio. Welcome to Nerd Podcast Radio, your nerd home away from home. Hi everyone, welcome to Nerd Podcast Radio. This is the Cursey Smurf Erica, and I am joined here with Super Vegan Brian. Hello, nurse. And Hindu Anthony. What's up, Buttercup? And today we have a very special episode. This is our hundredth episode. We have somehow found a uh, hundred different times to talk to each other about random things. And I'd like to say that those are all different subjects but sometimes you have to revisit things because you just don't have enough time in one episode but before we dive into our hundredth episode brian um well i wanted to just say before we start michael couldn't be here um the we we managed to locate his original body so we went through this whole cloning thing and we managed to locate his original body but he he wasn't able to fire up um he's still charging so we have a very special episode planned. Episode 101 is going to be in person, and it's going Whoa. to be the original crew of Michael, Anthony, and Brian. And we're going Whoa. to record it in studio for the first time with the, all three of us. And, and by we're in studio, he means by in studio, he means at Michael's house. Yeah, in living room. <laughs> Sorry to shatter the veil, break the fourth wall. I was we don't have a studio. Studio 4536 or whatever the hell Michael's address is. <laughs> That's funny. That's good. I just have people show up at Michael's house. So uh, is this the studio? I don't think they're going to be able to find it based on the number. I mean, maybe if they go back yeah. through episodes, they can figure out what town he lives in. Mm. Yeah, but even then you need a street name. Yeah. yeah. I thought, well, when you said his address, I thought you meant the whole address. So I was like, hmm, Brian, you're doxing your friend on life. No, I'm just going to use the number. Got it, got it. That'd yeah, like Studio word. 45, but not. <laughs> but not. Yeah, I'm not going <laughs> to be like Studio 4200 Stagecoach Road, Menifee, California, or anything like that. I would never do that to Michael. <laughs> <laughs> now, that's not his real address, everybody. <laughs> oh, is that the... Is that the who, what address is that? I don't know. I made it up. It might be his old one, but I don't okay. think so. It's yeah. just some random person. Go to that house. Tell him you're looking for Nerd Podcast Radio. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Yeah. So anyways, Brian. Um, so, but first, we have to talk about everyone's... Bah, okay, let's actually do this right. Um, give me a but first, Erica. But first... 
But first, we have to play everyone's favorite game, What's Nerdy With You, where the three of us share the nerdiest thing we did this week, and then at the end, we all vote using the Mike Myler patented widget system to figure out who did the nerdiest thing. My room is so echoey with no stuff. I'm having trouble getting used to it. Um, so, Poor Brian. Um, what order did I do? Erica, what was nerdy with you this week? No way, I'm the host. Nah, I still made you first. Nope, no way, I'm the host. Well, we had the original topic set to something complicated, and I didn't want Anthony to be first. No, Anthony's first. Okay, am I changing the order? Yep. Hey, well, let's change the order. Away. It's like the perks of being the host, and it's the first time I got to be the host, so I'm totally taking those perks. So we go Erica, Brian, Anthony, and we change it to Anthony, Brian, Erica, great radio, everybody. Brian making changes <laughs> to the outline. <laughs> well, I mean, this could be edited. Yeah, I don't edit them anymore. Yeah. You don't edit them anymore? Well, I edit them, but by editing them, I mean I do a little thing that makes them sound better, and then I put the music on them. <laughs> I, it, it's just because with moving and everything, I just don't have the time to listen to the whole episode. That's that's fair. I, I totally get that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I guess what's nerdy with me? Well, what is nerdy with me? Oh, uh, I got back into doing 40K stuff, been painting a lot of stuff. But last night, my girlfriend and I played a game. We actually got the table out, and I mean, by the time it was like 7.30, we're like, hey, let's play a game. And then by the time everything got set up, it was like, it's 9, and we're starting. And we played till like 1 a.m. It was her Harlequins, uh, basically space elf clowns. Yeah. Now that's a clan within the Eldar? Yeah, yeah, it's a group within the Eldar. So, like, there's the Harlequins, there's Craftworld, there's Dar- there's the Drukhari, which are the Dark Eldar. Like, they changed all their names. Like, what's they're not. Ability, what's an ability the Harlequins have that the other groups don't? Okay, so their their army ability is something called Rising Crescendo. They can advance and still shoot or charge. Normally, you can't charge in the assault phase if you advance. Normally, you can't shoot if you advance unless you have an assault weapon. The Harlequins can because they have Rising Crescendo, and it's really good. It allows them to get up the battlefield very quickly and in your face, which is what they want to do because all their stuff is close range. They're all melee. All of them do melee. All of them have some sort of close range, like pistol weapons that are really good. So... They want to be up in your face ASAP, or else they're going to suck. They're going to get decimated. Well, decimated is not that bad. No, it's only 10%. Yeah, it's only 10%. No. Yeah, that's what decimated is. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah, I guess it is. You break it down. Oh, fuck. Yeah, Yeah, decimation. And and that was specifically pointed out in... Um, the Sound of Drums episode of Doctor Who, where the master was like, decimation, that sounds good. Bring me, take, kill 10% of the population. (laughs) (laughs) And it was a Roman term. Yeah, yeah, I think the Roman armies, they they would, uh, if they're soldiers... Yeah, kill one in every 10 of the group soldiers as punishment for the whole group. Yeah. Yeah, Uh, but the first definition doesn't have, like, a percentage or anything to it it says kill destroy or remove a large percentage well originally it was 10 percent. okay so i did not use the word wrong yeah it's just like you can use literally wrong now because they made it right yeah Mm. yeah society just decided literally can be not literal anymore yeah because if enough people use a word that it wasn't intended to be used it eventually becomes part of the language Ooh, an episode about language would be fun 
Well, okay. as far as a decimated definition, there's a there's another defi- definition that says drastically reduce the strength or effectne- effectiveness of something. Yeah. So if they don't 10%. get really close to you, that well, that could be whatever percentage. But if they don't get close to you, then you could dramas- drastically reduce the strength or effect- effectiveness of her army. So, oh, I yeah. mean, I feel like I use this word right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that this could is the whole podcast, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> And it was against my death guard, um, you know, so I brought Poxwalker, so it was like lots of zombies, a big dude named Typhus, my demon prince, and his his bodyguard of giant floaty sack drones that shoot goo at you, and tanks that also shoot goo at you. Lots of things shooting goo at you. I was so going to say, you get a thing for goo, don't you? Well, all of, all, all of death guard do. So who won? Well, we ended up stopping because it got really late, and... Uh, my girlfriend Leslie had noticed uh, about after the first turn, she had missed some stuff from her codex. Like she has some special abilities and some strategies that she took and she had forgot to use them. And uh, she was like, that was the whole point of this. That's why I like I built the army the way I did it. Um, and then so basically it just ended up being not a really great first turn. And so I was like, OK, well, we can put this game on a hold and we'll try again later. You know, it's just a friendly game to get like into the swing of things because her codex just came out this week so she she's only gone to look at it maybe two or three times so yeah, she's the whole still point very you guys trying to play, learn the whole point of you guys playing together is so you can get better and win at tournaments yeah so to me it wasn't a big deal i was like whatever we'll just play another time and i was like and i told her i was like next time we play let me know what are your special abilities and i'll try to remember them for you um like one of her things that she took was um, at the beginning of of the fight phase, she rolls a dice. Anytime I roll that number that she rolled, my hit misses no matter what. So let's say she rolled like a like a six. Every time I roll a six, that's a miss. So don't you need sixes for like criticals or something? That's a really cool thing. That's a so really cool make, ability to have. Yeah. So if if she could roll a six, so basically she wins the game if she rolls a six. Well, no, I mean, I can still roll, like, a, depending on who's attacking, I can still roll, like, a 2 or a 3 or a 4 or a 5, but, I mean, if she rolled a 6, every time I try to hit her with a 6, and 6s are always hits in the fight phase, that, or any phase, but in the fight phase, anytime I roll a 6, it's a miss, like, it's gonna be a lot of misses, that's gonna suck. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So, yeah, that was, that's what I did, that's another thing I did. I, I basically, it was a... It was a game of space zombies ver- versus killer clowns from outer space. Why would you say that? That's terrible. Because that's literally what the Harlequins are. They are killer clowns from outer space. Okay. Ugh. Now, it is Brian's turn. Brian, what is the nerdy thing you did this week? I filled a drawer with bobbleheads. You filled a drawer? Like a whole drawer? Yeah, while well, I was packing. <laughs> I was, I was, so- <laughs> I've been going through all my nerdy stuff and just putting everything to be moved. And I literally filled an entire drawer with bobbleheads packed up in packing material. That's pretty cool. Bobbleheads yeah. and pop figures. So pop figure bobbleheads and non-pop figure bobbleheads. So I, I filled the drawer with pop figures. Oh, I don't really have any pop figures. I never got into the collecting of them. I, That's one of the only things I collect, that and vinyl. I went out and got a bunch just to have... A collection because I got sick of my friends sending me pictures of theirs and I wanted to have a small collection. I, I, and I take them out of the box. I don't have like a wall of them. 
Well, you have to take them out of the box. That's dumb if you don't. The best no, a lot is, of people keep them in the box. Yeah. But and I didn't do dumb. this. But the best thing about pop figures, as far as toys go, collectible toys, is the boxes aren't sealed. So you could carefully take them out of the box, and then if you wanted to resell them, you could put them back. Yeah, as long as they don't look terrible. But I, I bet I bet the people who made the pop figures figured that out. Like I bet they were like, how about we make it to where this thing is not like sealed, and people can take them out but still resell them later. Maybe. I don't know why you would resell them. That's dumb. Because uh, they might be worth a lot of money one day. Yeah, I'd rather have them because I wanted them and they're adorable. They put the text on the pop figures really small on the front, which drives me nuts because I keep on getting Gwenpools looking for a pop Gwenpool. And every time I open it and put it, I buy it, take it home, and I'm like, yay, open it and put it out. I'm like, God damn it, it's another bobblehead. Oh, you don't like the bobblehead? I want non-bobbleheads. Mm. And there is no non-bobblehead Gwenpool. Mm. My Star-Lord's I, a bobblehead. I almost bought the Gwenpool without the mask, thinking it wasn't the bobblehead, but I double-checked, and it is. They only made them bobbleheads. Mm. One, one pop I don't have is the large TARDIS. I have the, the keychain TARDIS, but I don't have the big one. Okay. But um, I had I, I did that. I mean, I did all sorts of nerdy stuff packing. Like I, I packed my swords in a in a um, in a shotgun case. I packed. That's good. <laughs> um, I put socks on steampunk things to keep them from breaking. Yeah. Um, I put tackle boxes full of mi- full of minis in the in the storage bin. I have these big giant truck storage bins out front in front of my house right now. I'm going to save a whole bunch of money because I was able to fit all my stuff in one. Oh, good. And I can tell you all about my surprise tonight. And Anthony, you can't tell Michael. Uh, okay. I will not tell Michael, but I will tease him that I know a thing that he doesn't know. Um, so I called Katie and, um, I told Katie, I was going to give him my comics. Whoa. Whoa. And, That's pretty cool. Oh, no, it gets better because Katie doesn't know the second part of this. So I was packing up my Pathfinder books and I was like, we're not going to have any room for these, but I don't want to sell them. Or I don't want I, I want to make sure they go to a good home. So I'm going to make Michael's Millennium. I'm giving Michael the entire collection. You have all the Pathfinder books? Uh-huh. All of them. Uh-huh. Why are you giving them away? Ryan, you have a lot. Well, second edition is you... coming out, so I'm going to have to get a new collection together anyway. I mean, I'm keeping my Starfinders, and I have electronic versions of all my Pathfinder books, so it's not like I can't play anymore or anything like that. Okay, that's fair. But this allows a friend of yours to play. This, this is Michael, who has a very, very small collection, and it's it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna blossom. I mean, we're talking, and and there's some cool. The the neat surprise in there is there's a lot of signed books because I go to a lot of conventions. So there's like I have the first Adventure Path. I have um, Pathfinder Adventure Path number one. I have um, a bunch of like I have um, Emerald Spire signed by every writer. Wow. Uh, it you know how they have that big list of credits on the front? Yeah, that's why I just said wow. Yeah, it's not just the writers, but the artists and the developers and everything. The entire page is covered with signatures. 
And you're so just cool. giving these away. You're so well, nice. I'm not just giving them away to anyone. I just figured that they needed to go to a good home. Because, I mean, the original plan was to sell them or to donate them or something. And it was like, I couldn't do it. I, I just couldn't do it, not knowing where they were going to go. See, now I feel guilty because I have, like, a lot of old 40K models. And I am working on selling them. I'm not giving them away. <laughs> I need money to buy the new models that came out, and I don't have money, so I'm selling really old models for the money to buy new models. <laughs> I, I, I do. Well, there's have nothing wrong books. with that. Well, like my my collection of Rifts books is going with me, and I'm gonna resell those because I don't have an emotional connection to those, but I they are. I I mean, I I could have sold them for a long time, but I've been having trouble because I thought I might actually play it again, but it's becoming evident that that's never gonna happen. I mean, that's really nice. So, yeah, that's my surprise tonight. That's yeah, Michael's charitable surprised with that. Stuff. Yeah, that's it's like, it's four banker boxes filled with Pathfinder books. Jesus. And three banker boxes filled with comics. And Michael's a good home for it because Katie and Michael both like comics. Yeah. Okay. And I double checked them, and I have the old issue of Captain America where he turned into a werewolf. Oh, you do? Uh-huh. Jesus. Man, you're a better person than me. I wouldn't get rid of my comics. Well, I, I went through them and took a few out and put and filled a box. Yeah, but I still wouldn't get rid of my comics. I don't know. That just seems... Yeah. I even have some Iron Mans from the 60s. Well, you're an awesome friend. I will give you that. Oh, and that I, makes me feel like a terrible friend because I would never do that. Oh, you're generous too. Shut up. Yeah, but I would never give away my... my comic i mean that's just a that's a no-go for me well i comics or or you know any of my like one of the things that convinced me is i was going through the books and i was like wow i only started collecting comics again about a year ago and i have a whole banker box full of new comics so that means after i move to portland i'm gonna have another huge collection almost right away oh okay I mean, I can, I see where you're going. I don't want you to think I don't see where you're going. And I definitely think that it was really nice. I just, I mean, if you took out your favorites, okay. I just, it, it's different for me. I, it's like the, um, the Pathfinder books, I don't feel comfortable selling them. I, I, it's like breaking up the collection and all that. And it's just, I wanted to have a good home for them. It, it was almost like when you have a cat and you can't keep your cat because you have to move. Or because you, your daughter isn't feeding them. Yeah. Oh, I know. She's so upset. You can't keep a cat when you have to move. So you you don't want to put it in a shelter. So you're trying to find a good friend for it. A a, a good, like, a friend who can keep the cat. And it's the same feeling. It's like these books are really important to me. And I don't want to just... I I wasn't comfortable with selling them or giving them away. But putting them in in Michael's household, one, I know he's going to use them. Two... When I visit, I can read them. <laughs> You're like, so they're never gone. No, they're not gone. That's fair. That's fair. All right. All right. Well, yeah, I'm I glad have... you're able to save money and get everything in one storage unit, but it makes sense if you're giving away half of your possessions. <laughs> what are you taking anyway? Oh, I'm taking all sorts of stuff. Um, I have a box of comics I haven't read. I have a whole banker box of comics I haven't read. We, um, we gave my, my DVDs to my neighbor. But I kept a few, just basically the ones Heather hasn't seen, so we can watch them. Because they just stay in the box. They never get watched. Mm. Um, 
I had the human centipede in there and it was never opened. Well, that's probably a good plan. It was funny because I gave it to Kevin, my neighbor, and he was like, he was like, um, feed them. And I was like, you've seen the movie. <laughs> He's quoting the movie. I said, oh, I my God. Human beings have seen human centipede. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, I mean, are, you're not taking your bed, are you? No, I'm not taking my bed. I'm not taking my desk, which is a shame, just because my desk will not fit in a one bedroom apartment. Hmm. Where are you going to, I mean, are you buying a new desk or something? We're going to figure something out. I mean, I don't know what I'm going to do because a regular desk won't fit my monitors. No, it won't. I don't, I don't understand your process there. Well, if we do a small desk, I could get stands. I can get mm -hmm. stands that reach from the floor. Or that reach from the ceiling. Well, we can't mount things in the walls or the Why? ceiling. Because... Heather really wants to get her deposit back, so she doesn't put holes in the walls. She doesn't want to have to go through the respackling process and the repainting process. Because mm. with an apartment, you basically have to repaint the whole wall. Yeah, I know. Okay. Are you so, guys getting uh, a house soon or something? or just? We're planning on it. Oh, sorry. Probably just, take, I got curious. It'll probably take just about as long as it took you. That was a long time, Brian. Yep, I know. Okay. So, Oh, uh, that's enough for all my stuff. I've been talking for a long time. Erica, what was nerdy with you this week? Uh, we don't have enough time for Erica, actually. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to be talking about our favorite episodes and the, the, the experiences with what's nerdy with with nerd podcast. No, I'm just host. kidding. You're not what was nerdy host. with you this week, Erica? Okay, so um, three days ago, well, I guess it's four days ago. Four days ago, I finally broke down and decided that I was going to take an interest in Pokemon because Amelia really likes it. And I don't want to be that parent that, you know, doesn't care about what your kids like. I mean, I listen to her, but like I can't have any like real discussions with her about it because I don't I don't watch the show. I don't oh, get I it. I like where this is going because Pokemon is a rabbit hole. Pokemon's really interesting. Is it? it is oh yeah! Interesting. Oh, um, it's a great show, and it's and the games are fun. So, with that said, I was walking around work, and Matt was playing Pokemon Go because we go on walks every day. You guys still play that? Well, he does. I've never uh, played it until four days ago, in which uh -oh. I, I decided Amelia has a phone now. And we can both play Pokemon Go. We can go on walks together. So that's good exercise. She can talk to me about the Pokemon. And I can, this is a way for me to be interactive with her and not just sit there and watch. Because I've watched the Pokemon TV show with her. And I, it's like nails on a fucking chalkboard for me. Like, Team Rocket is just absolutely the most ridiculous and stupid thing ever. And I get they're supposed to be. But it's so stupid, it makes me angry. So it's really hard for me to just sit there and watch it with her. So I thought that this was a way that she and I could bond and get exercise and do something together. And with that being said, uh, in four days, we have walked a lot. And I am level 15. And I have a bunch of Pokemon. <laughs> and nice. I found that I... I really enjoy the the game. I enjoy catching the things and evolving the things, but I think I enjoy it more because not because it's, you know, it's 
it's neat. Like, I'm like, well, what the hell is that? And then I get to name it like funny stuff. Like I caught a drowsy and I named it Ambien, you know? So like, I get to have like that. Fun <laughs> Wait, does, does, does your drowsy say racist remarks on Twitter? <laughs> uh, not that I know of, but I haven't checked with her lately. So, um, <laughs> but Anthony, like, I, have... I need to, I need to get an explanation. What? What is up with the drowsy making racist mer- Oh, are you making a Roseanne joke? Roseanne Barr, and she called her drowsy Ambien. <laughs> yeah, because she said that Ambien made her be racist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, anyways, um, but like I caught like a, a fox looking thing and I named it furry sex. Like I get to have like this, <laughs> this like fun naming these things and evolving them. A fox-looking thing. Do you not know what all the Pokemon names are? Um, I thought I covered that with the first part that I don't. I don't that know. Must, Let me go into it. It's a that. a Sintret. Well, that must be one of the ones that I don't. That that was so nerd shaming. You're like, do you not know what all the Pokemon's names are? <laughs> to be fair, Sintrex, I might I might not know what that one is. <laughs> there it's, it's is a, a lot of Pokemon I actually don't know. A Sintret. And it looks like a little, like um, like a ferret thing. So I named it furry sex, like a ferret fox thing. I don't know. The crazy thing is that there's a whole bunch of different kinds of fox Pokemon. Yeah, there's a lot actually. Oh, well, I don't know, but it was funny, and I have some really good ones. In the four days that I've been playing, I have like, uh, I think I have like six or seven wondrous that have like over a thousand like fight ratings and i was like oh wow this isn't nearly as hard as i thought it was so erica do you know why there's a whole bunch of fox pokemon no because pokemon are like um japanese monsters they're like spirits Yeah, they're called pokemon so, so um foxes are really important in Japanese spirit lore because of the you know, they have the kitsune and you have all yeah. these different kind of fox spirits and kami. So that's why foxes are such a big deal in Pokemon because it's a part of Japanese culture. Oh, well, I thought cool. an Eevee is an, an Eevee is like a fox, right? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, it's kind of foxy. Yeah, I named it Evenflow. Oh, now that song's stuck in my head. <laughs> You're welcome. But anyways, um, I, I remember when Pokemon Go first came out. That that first like month or two was like it was like one of the happiest like happiest months in America. I swear. <laughs> well, <laughs> like, ever. I found it, it like I guess it's been two years since it came out. So yeah, it's know. been a while. And I literally when it first came out, like it was really cool. Like everybody, it was almost as if all of America was just. Like at peace and friendly with each other because everyone was like, oh, going out, catch Pokemon. You know, I'd go outside. There were people all over the place. And we'd be like, hey, what are you doing? Catch Pokemon. Oh, there yeah. There are still people all over the place. It was crazy. Well, yeah. I, there's a lot less now. The game really went like down. We, also, we also got gifted with the greatest Logan Paul video ever. I don't. Uh, I, I don't I've watch Logan Paul. Never seen a single Logan Paul video. He I went have. out in the park and started screaming Charizard and he created a stampede. <laughs> oh, what? Yep. He just he goes, stood in the middle of the park and was like, Charizard, really loud. And then all of a sudden, you see the stampede of kids. <laughs> That's fucking he sounds hilarious. like an asshole. He is oh, an asshole. he is an asshole. He, he's, he's, the, asshole. he's the guy who caused all that problem because he filmed the dead body in the suicide yeah. forest. Mm hmm. 
Yeah, no, he's a fucking dick. He's a piece of shit. No yeah. doubt about it. Yeah, I love him. <laughs> really? I made a character based on him in Starfinder. Oh, jeez. Oh, yeah. What's and, what's his class? I'm very curious. Envoy. Okay. Yeah, because he's a he's a video personality. Yeah, that that yep. That works. And in the first game I played with him, I um fil- I I streamed with within a within a mortuary, and I didn't do it on purpose. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> That's funny. That's pretty good. Oh man. So well, that was my that was my nerdy thing. I got into Pokemon after being not interested for years for my kid, and I have found that I enjoy it a little bit. You just need to start playing the actual games on the Game Boy. I have them. I have Moon and I have Sun. And I have They're fun. They are well, fun I started fun. to play it. And then, like, the intro part took, like, a really fucking long time. Oh, God, yes. They need to fix that. (laughs) No, I was like, I was like, I've been playing this for 20 minutes, and I've been walking around, and people have talked at me. I'm, no, bye. I I would say continue playing. Just just get it through that first hour. It it takes forever. They need to fix that. (laughs) They really do. Because it's the same thing in every Pokemon game. It's like, okay, here's Pokemon. We're going to do a tutorial for the next, like, 30 minutes. I was like, I, I know how to play Pokemon. You I, I do have a question button. before we vote. I do have a question before we vote, Erica. Mm. Does your Eevee rest her head on a pillow made of concrete? Yes. Yes, she does. <laughs> what? Do her thoughts arrive like butterflies? Absolutely. Oh, it's a song thing. Oh, I don't know this song. <laughs> Evenflow? Mm, I don't think I've ever heard it. Oh, fuck you. Just fuck you, Anthony. You've heard it before. My Eric, God. do you know well enough to sing it real quick? Uh, <laughs> I don't. I don't know. It's it's Eddie Vedder, so it's even flow. Like <laughs> <laughs> even flow. Thoughts arrive like butterflies. <laughs> oh, that's, he that's don't a, know. That's not how you sing it. It's so Eddie Vedder. So he Vetter. chases them away. Blah, 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 oh. blah. <laughs> Even okay. flow. Okay, okay, okay. Project. Arrive like yeah. butterfly. <laughs> yeah, it's one of the, it's one of those like it's one of those. Yeah. Those nineties, one of those nineties songs. Yeah. I mean, and I love Pearl Jam, but that is, you can't sing it any other way. That's how it has to be. Okay. <laughs> From now song. on, I will only sing Pearl Jam songs with the. With the golf ball in my throat voice. Exactly. Oh man, I'm gonna I'm gonna miss doing karaoke with you now a lot. <laughs> I want I just I want to go to karaoke with you now and just be like, you can only play Pro Jam tonight because I want to hear this over and over. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy spoke in class today. <laughs> and, and what's crazy is Pro Jam is not the only band that did that. Like in the nineties, that was just a thing. Like everybody did that, and it was like weird. I so fucking. Know. Um, my favorite nineties, um, like a stone by um by um Audio Slave. That wasn't yeah, even a nineties song. That's not a nineties song. That's an eighties. But, 80, or but he's but but it's Chris Cornell, so he sings that way. I know. I love that song. I can actually sing that song pretty well. Yeah, I started doing that one in karaoke because you sing it well. I was like, I want to sing that. Oh, thanks. Sometimes I sing it in the 90s voice. Sometimes I just sing it. Mm-hmm. Well, it's it's 
I don't. It's fun. It's fun. But I have. I have. I had a lot of fun bonding with my child and I discovered a way to bond with my child. So that's my, that's my nerdy thing. Yeah. That's amazing. I'm, I'm, I'm really, that, that, that does really amaze me that you're able to do that. And, and you and your daughter are getting into Pokemon together. Like I'd clap, but you know, Brian tells me not to clap near the mic. So just cough clap. Bravo. Oh, I love Bravo. you. Anthony. Thank you. Bravo. Oh, thank you. So anyways, all right, um, I guess we're going to vote. So Anthony, you have four. I have quattro. Um, I am going to give three to Erica because seriously, though, that's awesome. You're getting into this super nerdy thing. It is Pokemon is super nerdy. I've loved it since I was a little kid, but you're getting into it as an adult for your daughter, and that is just amazing. Like your child is making you nerdier. Yeah, that's cool. You have well, one. I had last. to make her nerdy first, but yeah, we're, we're um, being nerds together. I will turn this one into a negative. No, I'm kidding. I'm like into a negative one and take one from Brian. Brian has now negative one. No, I will give <laughs> Brian one because you're giving the books to Michael. And that's so sweet. It's like it, you, you're making the nerd sacrifice and getting rid of part of your collection for your best friend. That's amazing. Tear in my eye. Well, just to be fair, my best friend is Sandro, but he's not into Bathfinder anymore. What oh, is yeah. Sandro into now? Um, drinking and going to baseball games. That's a weird switch. Okay. <laughs> Why doesn't he like Pathfinder anymore? Uh, he just lost interest. Oh, okay. So now he just drinks and goes to baseball games. Okay. That is, yeah, I agree with Erica. That is an interesting switch. I used to play tabletop games. Now I drink and watch sports. What? Mm-hmm. Well, I think he's always liked sports. Has he? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, because he used to work in Reno, and he used to be real into the sports betting. Oh, that's right. That's right. Um, I am going to give um, two to Anthony and two to Erica. Oh, thank you. Yeah. You, you Thanks, guys, bud. Great. And, and, and there's there's a lot more behind the scenes about Anthony's desire to play Warhammer that I know about. And I just know that it's really important. And it's cool that you guys are playing. And, and then, Erica, I can relate to you so hard on resisting a big, trendy, nerdy thing. And trying to get into it. And Pokemon was like that for me. Because everybody talked about Pokemon. Because a lot of my friends were younger than me. And it was just this like foreign thing. And it was like, it's not interesting. And then I watched the show and got into it a little bit. And it's deep. It's, it's actually pretty good. Well, so. see, it's, it's one of the... Like, I didn't resist it to resist it. Which I have done before on certain things. But I, I was just like... Like, it came out when we were already, like, adults, right? Like, like the we were, like, in our late teens, right, when it came out, um, Brian? No, I was in my 20s. Mm, I think I was in my late teens. I think we were in our late teens in, when it came out in Japan. Mm, uh, when did Pokemon come out in the U.S.? Uh, oh, 1996. So yeah, I was in high school. Yeah, so I oh, was. Oh, the not... video game came out in the '96. I was. Uh-huh. I yeah, was. Video game seven. did come out back then, and I just I wasn't was into seven. it because I didn't own a Game Boy. Yeah, and I was in high school, and I didn't care. Yeah, so I was a seven-year-old with a Game Boy, and I was like, "Mom, mom, mom, get me that. I want the red one." And then we got that, and I played that shit with my friends. For a long time, we would sit there in a circle with Game Boys playing Pokemon. We were. Fucking I had obsessed. a Tamagotchi, and I took it apart. Oh, I had, I had a Tamagotchi, too. Yeah, I had Tamagotchi too. Yeah, I, I dissected it. That's weird. 
only had one because somebody at school lost it and I found it. And does it was a little dinosaur. A of, does taking apart a Tamagotchi when I'm a teenager make me a cyber serial killer? I think so. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's exactly what it makes you. But my my point is the Pokemon, I wasn't resisting it to resist it. It was just like it wasn't part of my thing. Yeah. I I didn't grow up with with it. And so people were like, oh, look at all these little characters. And I'm like, okay, they're little cartoon animals. And like what you catch them and then you you make them fight each other. That's that's terrible. Like it just it seemed like a terrible fighting. Yeah, it was like it seems like a terrible concept, but you know, Amelia really loves it. Chris loves it too because he's younger than me. And yeah, well, my art becomes even more culturally weird when you find out that they eat them. Well, my argument. Yeah, I know. Amelia told me that. My argument to that is this because I've heard this, and even Peta made like a big deal about it, about like, ah, Pokemon's terrible. You got to look at the culture of where it's coming from, and in Japan, when like things like like fighting and training is like a really big part of like their culture and their life, it kind of makes a little bit more sense. Uh, it, you know, these little animals, they at least according to the Pokemon lore, they enjoy this. They enjoy the the fighting. It it helps them get better, become better, and they enjoy yeah. doing it. It's not a I rationalization. Like, yeah, it's, it's not, not a like rationalization saying, oh, they at like all. It. Like- yeah, like, you know, like, slaves really enjoyed being slaves because they didn't know what to do if we weren't telling them what to do. It's not one of those. I mean, it's part of the lore. It's got to be true. What what gets fucked up is... There, it is in, their lore. <laughs> in lore. In lore, there are organizations that are trying to free Pokemon and take them away from that because they think it's cruel. And they're the bad guys. Yes, there, there, is a po- there is a Pokemon game where that is the thing. But, well, what you ended up finding out was the, the leader behind that gang just wanted to get rid of all the Pokemon so that he could be the only one that would have Pokemon, and then he could rule the world with his army of Pokemon. Yes. So, Erica, who do you vote for and why? Okay, that's a good segue, Brian. Um, I am going to vote for... Um, I'm going to give two to Anthony and two to you, because... Uh, again, we both know the backstory to Anthony's situation, which we're not going to share, but uh, kudos, buddy. Kudos. I love that you are taking that time to spend together and, you know, doing fun things together. And Brian, awesome. giving away anything that's a part of your collection, oh, that just tugs at my heartstrings. So you get the other two. Well, Erica, you won. What? I you did? Won. Yeah. You won. Yay! You also won because this was the longest What's Nerdy with you we've ever done at 42 minutes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This is a very long one. <laughs> and that's just good because what's our topic today, Erica? Our topic today is uh, us. So, like, that makes total sense, right? It's about us, it's yeah, about our this podcast. Is episode 100. Yeah, I know. One hundred. Or as the um the Marvel role playing game from the eighties would call it, a double lot. Sure. Okay. Yeah, I've heard this. Yes. I found. Oh, yeah. That's something I'm giving to Michael. Is my original Marvel role playing game book. Wow. Don't know how you're doing it, but okay. I don't know. It's been sitting in a closet for so long. It wasn't getting any use. Ah. <sighs> I still have three boxes of D&D 3.5 stuff, and I I'm, I didn't bring that to give to Michael, not because I want to keep it, just because I didn't want to burden him with them. 
Don't you dare give away your 3.5 stuff to anybody but me. Well, you come out and visit mom and you can take the boxes. All right, I will. Except I can't because I'm poor. I, I can't imagine how much it would cost to ship those. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Probably as much as it would take for a round trip plane ticket. Yeah, because each box weighs more than 70 pounds. I'll look, I'll look at pricing. I'll get tell her not to throw them away. So, because I have, I have, and the reason I say I don't get rid of them is I still have all of Matt's, all his uh, second edition and his 3.5. And I just want to keep all of those so that I can give them to Amelia one day. And it would be really nice since, you know, you can't really get the 3.5 stuff anyway, anymore to flush it out for her. So, and then I'll keep all the stuff and then she'll not want to have anything to do with it. That's what will happen. So, you know, but moving on. <laughs> you so got real first, quiet, right? What's our first bullet point? Ah, uh, gosh, bullet points, bullet points. Um, so. We are going to start this actually talking about the podcast itself. Um, on our episode, was it our one-year anniversary last year? Um, we discussed um, why we started this. Well, I, was, I wasn't here at that point, but why they started it and uh, everything like that. But what we want to talk about now is what, what has uh, NerdPoth Podcast Radio done to change you? And I want to start with Brian. Well, it got me into comics again. How um, so? Well, I hadn't been reading comics in years, and we were on the podcast, and we were talking about comics, and we did a comic book episode, and I, I, I as preparation for it, went to the comic book store and set up a poll list, and I got Secret Wars, the new Marvel Secret Wars, and started with that, and that led me to realize that that was great, but I didn't want to go down the Marvel rabbit hole again, so I started talking to the comic book store about different titles and started reading different independent titles like Rat Queens and Curse Words, um, Empress, and it really got me into comic books again. And I, I started watching um, Comics Explained on YouTube and hitting the nostalgia and following the new comic book storylines like that, like Injustice and stuff like that. It really changed me. Like I, I became a comic book fan again after it had been years since I'd been really into them. Yeah, and and that's something that I think happens to a lot of people. Like like comics are great. They are a relatively expensive hobby, uh 40K not included. Um <laughs> but you know <laughs> Yeah. Huh. Yeah, you know, hobby. you have you have you know five dollars a week for one comic book or four dollars depending on what it is, and you really have to enjoy the story. Like who who pays four dollars per chapter of a book? You know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah. Exactly. There's gonna be a hundred chapters in a book, and so you're gonna pay four dollars per chapter. And so, like, you know, this it's going to cost you $400. Nobody would buy a book that costs them $400. They're just, like, not the average person. But we don't realize that, you know, you have, like, 100 comics in a series and you pay $4 a week for, you know, 100 weeks, you know, so you can get the whole series and you ended up spending $400. But the artwork is amazing on most of them. Yeah, and that, I think that's that's really part of it is that, you know, you get the artwork and the feel and, you know, it's it's a very, I want to say, for me, it's a very visceral thing. 
Like, the artwork is just so pretty. I mean, depending on what you're looking at. And you never know where it's going to go. You can't skip ahead, either. You can't skip ahead in the book to find out if you're going to end up liking it. You literally have to ride the train with Well, one of the things that I, I'm really grateful for with, with getting into comics again was Gwenpool. Holy shit. I can't wait for West Coast Avengers to start because the Gwenpool series was a limited run. But it was probably the best comic book I've ever read. Really? Oh, my God, it's good. I mean, it was good. I, I read it, but it was like, I didn't. It was funny. I, I had to say it. Took I did like meta to a level that made meta interesting and not just a gimmick. I can give you that. Because if you're not familiar with Gwenpool, it started off with her going from our universe to that universe. And then it ended up blossoming into her having the power to be able to travel around the panes of the comic. So they were able to do art things like you would see Gwenpool doing what she's doing, but you'd see another Gwenpool in the background sneaking around the panel doing something. And then it would you'd figure out that it was time travel. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. It was done really, really well. I think the coolest thing she did was when they broke a safe door open. And they were trying to not alert the guards. So she caught the sound things in the air to make them not be loud. Oh, that's funny. I I didn't see that one. Yeah, she could do. She she was aware she was in a comic to such a high level that she had a superpower. It was great. And she had limitations. Like if the future pains in the comic didn't show an area, she couldn't go there. Oh, okay. All right. So like, so like. And what do you mean the future? Ended, the series ended in like a tear-provoking way that was just like, holy crap, this is amazing. Yes, I did see that part. I did see that part. I got that one. Oh, so, Bri, is that the only thing that the podcast has changed for you? Oh no, I've gone. I, I like since I started the podcast. Like before, I used to only go to gaming-related conventions, and since the podcast, I've gone to a whole bunch of conventions. I've also met a whole bunch of cool people that I wouldn't have met previously. Um, like Captain McDan and Odin. Um, we named Captain McDan so that our podcast changed him. Oh, does he go by Captain McDan? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> what? Oh, we're awesome. I, I think he's still Captain Dan most of the time, but on occasion. <laughs> that's funny. Um, we and and Odin has been such a cool part of the podcast. We haven't had him on in a while, but we cut back on our guests for a little bit. So, but we'll have him back for sure. I just want to point out right now, like I'm so like I'm having like a little bit of an ADD moment where like I'm listening to you, Brian, and then all of a sudden I start drawing, and I have drawn this really funny looking character. <laughs> really great radio, Erica. <laughs> Hey, Brian, I know we're doing a podcast right now, but I can't listen to you. I'm drawing. Look at the drawing. It's so amazing. I know none of you can see it, but it's really good. No, that's really not where good. I was going with it. I was saying, like, like, I just started doodling. I haven't doodled in a really long time. Anthony, Anthony, how has, how has the podcast changed you? <laughs> um, You know, kind of like you, I think it's kind of made me want to do more nerdy stuff than I think I would have in the past because it's like I got to come up with the nerdy thing. So, so there were weeks when I was like, hmm, I need to do something really nerdy this week because I know Brian got something good going on. So I need to I need to top him. So I would purposely try to think of a nerdier thing and make time to do nerdier things. And before I knew it, I was making time to do things I love. And I was like, this is really interesting. 
I like this. Wow. I know it I know it encouraged your 40k like a lot. Like you you went deeper than you had before. What other things did you get into? Well the well the 40k thing it was a combination of the new edition and I really like the new edition and the podcast of course because then I was like I'm going to start posting all the pictures. I need to post more pictures cuz I'm painting things. Uh what else did I get into? I tried to get into comics. I did buy some 40k comics. I read the first one. I haven't even opened the other ones. You are really terrible about stuff like that, like movies, and it's, it's, that's just weird. I I never got into comics. I just never got into comics. One thing you've done that's pretty admirable is you've turned the podcast into a platform a couple times to use it as a way to talk about a cause that you care about. I do do that sometimes. Like, Like, um, uh, I mean, if you're listening and you've been following our Facebook page and you've been following the things about Total Biscuit, that's all come from Anthony. Yeah, seriously, guys, if you have the money um, and they're getting kind of expensive, go on to YouTube or eBay and buy Total Biscuits Army. His army is being painted by a professional painter who is really good. Um, Alex Alex Emmer, he's painting them. He's really good. His stuff looks amazing. And he's auctioning them off to help raise money for the family. Yeah, we've been talking to Alex directly and getting information, and Anthony's been coordinating all of that. So, yeah. even Go. though Anthony hasn't been on all the episodes, he's still involved. I try. I do. So, yeah, that's kind of what this podcast has done. Uh, made got like almost forced me to be nerdier. And then I have occasionally used the platform to do to do good in the world. Kind of. <laughs> so, Erica, you've been on less time than the rest of us, but it's still been a long time because the first time you showed up was like episode 24. Yes. Yeah. Uh, 25, I think. Yeah. So, um. It's actually changed me a lot. Uh, I I didn't really have like a creative outlet before this. And I know I'm not doing a very good job as, at hosting, Brian. Sorry. Um, but um, it's inspired me to do a lot of things um, creatively. I really, really like being a part of it. So I like coming up with topics. I like scheduling the the. <laughs> Erica, the Thanks. only thing you're doing different than me hosting is you're actually admitting that you're not paying attention. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but I am paying attention. That's the, I'm not not paying attention just because I was like doodling. Like, yeah. okay, okay. So let me go back to the doodle. All right. So you were talking about comics and you're talking about Gwynpool and blah, 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 blah. Right. So I was like, we were sitting there talking and I had this like character pop into my head and I was like, oh, I'm going to doodle that real quick. So you inspired me by what you were talking about for the character that I just doodled that I'm going to post. I took a picture and I'm going to post it into the Skype chat here in a second. But so you're also going to put it on the Facebook page. No. Well, I'm going to. You have to now. (laughs) (laughs) So anyways. um, So donate your money to Patreon and maybe Erica will post it. Um, but, but I'm, let's just preface this where I'm a terrible artist guys. I was just, it's a doodle. It's just a fucking doodle. I want to see it. (laughs) But, um, it's made me more artistic. I like, I get these ideas in my head just like I did right then. And like, I've like, I'm become more expressive and I loved learning how we record them. Like, uh, and recording that one episode and I want to do more of that. Um, 
but I really enjoy, you know, the creative aspect of it. Like I didn't have a creative outlet before the podcast and I feel really, really blessed that you guys decided to like make me a host. Like it was a shock to me. I know I had popped on as a guest a few times, but like, yeah, just when like after after the anniversary episode that I was on with you and you guys were like, oh, we want to make you an official co-host. I was like, really? Like it meant a lot to me. And it really, you know, I felt like I could really dive in and be a part of something that was pretty awesome. Well, I had the idea because you were getting involved. You were like actually getting involved in helping with things. You weren't just guesting. So it was like, well, it seems like she'd be an asset and you've been an asset. You've had helped us to make episodes happen that wouldn't have happened if you weren't available and you've learned how to record and stuff like that. So, yeah, you are the the assistant producer, associate producer, associate producer, whatever. I'm, I'm very excited about it. I love it. So, yay. That's how it changed me. I'm more creative. Erica, she's awesome. Yes. Thanks. Yeah, so she is, she is the queen of the Cursey Smurfs. Because, you know, since the since we originally found out about the first Cursey Smurf, we found out about the other Cursey Smurfs. There are other Cursey Smurfs. Yeah, unfortunately, all their names are censored by the FCC. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's funny. So, but but uh, the next section. Uh, I really can't talk about the beginning of the show and how it's changed because I've only been here like the last year. Uh, oh, you on a listened cons- to the original episodes. Yes, I did. I did. But uh, let's start with you, Anthony. How has the show changed from when you guys first started recording? Well, when it first started, we used to do a very silly game where we would be like, hey, where's Anthony? And then we, I would make up this little thing of where I went. Well, you know, you told us where you were because you used our real trans-dimensional portal that we actually have. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. We have a real trans-dimensional so, you know, portal. Where the hell is Anthony this week? Oh, man. We're doing it again. No, I got the super cancer last time. <laughs> um, Because I've been super into 40K again, and, you know, when I went into the trans-dimensional for- portal, I was thinking of 40K. I was like, okay, this would be a good army idea. Uh, like this, um, the trans-dimensional portal, kind of like the sorting hat from Harry Potter, can, like, it, it goes off of basically what you're thinking about, what you want. So it sent me to, to, to the far-flung future of the 41st millennium. So you're dead. I'm not dead. <laughs> oh, it sounds like you're dead. Well, I'm on. Well, I'm I'm on Earth. I'm on Terra. I'm on the Holy Terra, so it's safe. Um, I do have to be very careful though, because using a computer without saying the right rituals to the um to the machine spirits could could get me uh could get me pegged as a as a heretic, and that would be bad because I have not done the proper prayers to the machine spirits to turn on the computer. You guys have no idea what I'm talking about, do you? Ha! It's awesome. Yeah, 40K. Complicated universe. <laughs> well, there's literally like a cult of people. They're, they're called the Mechanicum, and they believe that technology is holy, and that there are little machine gods that live in the machines, and you need to do rituals to appease them before you use any technology. Gotta yeah, use a toast. Yeah, I'm glad that we finally figured that shit out. That's the whole reason things just randomly stop working. Yeah, got to use a toaster. You need to bless it with oils and pray over it for two hours. It's really complicated. Makes everything really slow. 
It's, it's, I don't know how anyone gets anything done in this universe, but they do. It's very scary. I, I want to come back home, guys. It's, it's super, super scary here. I don't you, know when... You've got to stay there at least another week. I don't know when when the next demon incursion is coming. It's pretty you, bad. Yeah, the, the, you, part of the thing about the podcast, the transdimensional portal only works once a week. Yeah, and get, besides, you need to gather more data. I think I'm about to get recruited into the Imperial Guard. That's, I'm going to die. He's having upside-down flashbacks from when we, we sent him there and we wouldn't let him come home. This place is way worse than the upside-down. Yeah, you listen to those episodes. You know, we said Anthony was lost in the upside down. Lost was in hard quotations. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's one change. I think of another change. Um, I think that we used to put a lot more effort into funny titles for the episodes. We definitely did do that. Oh we well, didn't have to put a lot of effort because like they're just funny now. <laughs> I mean, I've had episodes that like is like episode fifty sub fifty something books. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's another just lazy change. writing on your part. I already changed the epi- the title of this episode. Did you see? Um, podcasting nerds. Oh, how they grow up. Oh, I like that. <laughs> yeah. Cute. Well, actually, another big change is it used to just be me, Brian, and Michael. Now it is Brian, Michael. Erica and oh, yeah, we have guest hosts now. Like we have reoccurring guest hosts like Matt. Yeah. Like Senior Kerbell. Um oh, we have all father. Uh, we have the Mario boss. Mr. Bowser. Bowser. Yes. <laughs> yeah, those are some pretty big changes. Brian, Brian, what are some changes you've noticed? Uh gosh, I think I pointed them all out. Um I think we have actually. <laughs> I'm much I'm I, I mean, I mentioned it earlier that I don't edit as much as I used to just for time's sake. I, I mean, I used to be super perfectionist about editing, but since I started just putting them up with the music and stuff and truncating the sound, nobody seems to care. I mean, other than occasionally I'll hear, I heard a burp on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're like, I'm sorry to hear that. I'm like, that's awesome. <laughs> Um, I used to be a lot more anal about that. And, you know, just so we can do them every single week, I'm not as anal. Um, well, like, for example, I had to do two in a row that last time. So I didn't do a lot of editing on those. I just fixed the sound and mixed them with the music. I don't um, think we need a lot of editing. I think yeah. it takes away from it. Well, at, at first, I think we did. But we've all gotten better at talking. We don't um as much as we used to. We don't even realize it. But we, we're all better at this. Is it because well, we just talk and figure we're going to sound like idiots anyway? Um, I, I think um, big changes. Well, we have a Patreon. We didn't have that for a long time. We got that after the 50, 52nd episode. Yeah. Um, well, we I think have, talking like anything else, it's a skill. So practice makes perfect. And we've yeah. been getting weekly practice. Yeah, we have a Patreon. We're better at doing it. Um, we, um, yeah. we, I mean, we've always done deep yeah. topics on occasion. So that's not really okay. a change. Um, we do the weekly bonus episodes. That's relatively new. I've been doing that for a year. Yeah. I posted my pictures in the Facebook, yeah, by the way. Yeah, i Facebook in my browser so I can see. Let's see the doodles. They're terrible. They're just doodles. Oh, these are great. Uh, look, doodles. You need to post them. Post them to the group. Post them. I love they are. The, I posted the them to the group. girl who looks like Ohura from Star Trek who's crying. No, who's that's, that's you because she killed somebody. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> is she supposed oh my to be goodness, from Star Trek? 
Uh, no. I mean, she's in a Star Trek uniform, but you can see it's like a bondage Star Trek uniform. So it's like an alternate dimension where she's like a pri- like she used to be a prisoner, and now she's like a bondage queen. You even have a background story for your doodles. <laughs> I told you it like came to me when he was talking about Deadpool. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and the other one is a cat. I just thought it was a funny looking cat. You put a lot of detail into the strap on she's wearing. Oh, thank you. Oh wow, you just went along with that. I was expecting you to give me a hard time. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, that's my doodle. That's my doodle. Your doodly doodle. Doodle doodle doodle. Drew a dog? No, it's a cat. Oh. It's just the head of a cat. Feline bodies are really hard to draw. Yeah, they dress cat severed heads all over the place. <laughs> yeah. Some, that, you know, if somebody were to come into this conversation at the wrong moment, they just hear, that's the head of the cat. And it's like, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> I drew a head growing out of a pot. A head growing out a of a head. pot. Uh, <laughs> you're amazing, Brian. I love the puns. <laughs> you know what's funny? Most people when they hear puns are like, "Oh, get the fuck out!" And I'm more like, "Yes, give me more. Your puns you, give me you power." Hear about I the love best puns. dad puns joke I've best. ever made in my entire life. Ooh, yeah. I love puns. So I was talking to Heather yesterday, and she was talking about recipes, and she was saying the recipe has cardamom in it. And I and I said, "You ever hear about that lady who worked in the spice shop who kept on asking all the ladies?" all these ladies for ID and the other guy who was working there was like, um, a lady just came in and you didn't ask her for ID. Why are you asking only some ladies for IDs? And she goes, well, that lady, um, that lady had, um, no kids and we only cart a mom. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. I got one. I got one too. This is, this is kind of related. What do you call a soldier who survived pepper spray and mustard gas? What? A seasoned veteran. Oh, my God. Uh, you know, the ones that you're like, if I would have thought about it long enough, I would have figured that out. <laughs> you know what's really funny is Chris loves puns. Like, he is constantly making puns. And so Amelia has picked that up. And what she'll do, she'll 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 ask me things like, what do you call a blah, blah, blah? And I'll be like, Oh, this. And she's like, Mom, you're not supposed to get it. You ruined it. <laughs> Your daughter sounds like a hoot. <laughs> I want to meet her one day. She sounds fun. She is. She's a lot of fun. She's currently angry at me for who knows how long. I have a feeling it's going to last a couple weeks. So, you know, whatever. So now we should start talking about everyone's favorite episode. <gasps> No, everybody's favorite episode title. I, I think we'll do episode just because of time. We're at an hour and nine, and we still need time to do the, the game with the bad <laughs> movies, with the bad movie descriptions. Which, that's one of the things that's changed. Instead of oh, like just having changed. bad movie descriptions for Anthony, we have now made it a game where we describe movies badly so everybody could guess what movie it is. Yeah. I, I, I think we'll just narrow all of what we said like we had favorites episode titles favorite what's nerdy with you favorite guests just name your favorite thing that happened on the show or episode or title so something favorite about the show um Uh, i'll go first okay um i have to say my favorite thing is snatch is a fun word to say i don't remember what that episode was about but that was my favorite title to call an episode 
You guys were talking about the new Snatch TV show. Yeah, but I don't remember what the topic of the episode was. Mm. I don't know if it was random or what. It just we called the episode Snatch is a fun word to say with no with no like reason why we called it that. Yeah. That was episode 38. I, I wish the Snatch TV show would have a second season. That was a good show. Uh, it was okay. I didn't hate it. Um, Anthony, what about you? Favorite thing? Okay. This is going to be no surprise to anyone, but I'd have to say probably my favorite thing is the episode where I got to sit there and talk about the 40K 8th edition <laughs> for like the whole hour. That was fun. I just got to go on this super nerdy rant where I was like, oh, my God, they did this, and then they did this, and this thing's happening. Oh, man. And then this happened in the story, and then, whoa, boom. It was – I really liked that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, See, I think, I think my favorite was uh, the – it was actually a recent one, the sex toys. That one was fun for, for lots of reasons. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah, I bet Eric enjoyed well, that. Well, it was se- it was sex parties and role play game role playing games. And, and uh, I love the fact that I kept getting feedback about that about the whole they were laughing because you were calling them sex parties and none of them had ever heard of them called sex parties. They always called them um, passion parties. And a sex party to them was like where you go to a thing and everybody's swinging. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, so when you originally said sex parties, I think you caused a lot of spit takes. okay well for in my opinion passion party is just that's just stupid that's just stupid you are going to talk about what sex toys you are going to buy and you're doing it in a group and then you purchase sex toys like it is about sex it's a party based on sex passion like passion something you have with your partner that's like a you know that's an emotional connection so i'm sorry if everybody uh didn't like my interpretation of a sex party i thought i would think that would be like a swinging party but you know i don't know or an orgy. I never thought That's, it would be called a sex party. I went that to a sex a club argument. once. I went to a sex club once. I didn't have sex at it, but I went to the club. It was weird. Like people just like having sex like out in the open next to you it, or something? It was sort of, yeah. It was it was called Madam Butterflies, I think. It was like a dance club, but there were there people would go into rooms and there were a few people having sex on the dance floor, but it was crazy. How do you, you know have I, sex on the da- dance floor? Like laying down on the floor? No, like standing up. That's like, incredible muscle tone. There were yeah. a lot of hot people there. I got invited by someone who was like, would you be interested in checking this thing out? And I was like, hell yeah, I would. That'd be cool, but I'm not going to do anything. <laughs> yeah. But there were a lot of people wearing latex. And there were these girls wearing latex in cages hanging from the ceiling. Huh. Oh, they did the whole cage girl thing. Wow. Oh, it was crazy. Yeah, wow. they had a lot of perfume pumped into the place so the place didn't reek but it, it oh, reeked good. the perfume it was it was yeah but the whole place would have smelled like ass if they hadn't <laughs> <laughs> right yeah because oh, you know because as we all know when when you're doing the nasty you know sometimes some toots come out well toots and all sorts of other bodily smells yes so but okay, so speaking speaking of sex clubs, <laughs> uh, 
I actually am going to see my first uh, male striptease thing in a couple weeks. My friend got us tickets. I've never been to one of those. I've been to lots of strip clubs with women, but none with guys. So I'm this is going to be interesting. Is it the Australian one? I don't know. It's called Magic Male. I guess oh, it's okay. after Magic Mike. I don't know. But I'm kind of excited because, I'm, I've, you know, you see these things on TV, but I've never been to one. So I was like, I feel like this is an experience I need to have. Honestly, I would go to one. I think it would be fun. Well, you're not here to go with us. Yeah, I've been to um, the drag ones. Those are always a blast. I've never been to those either. Yeah, I mean, now, listen, folks, I am 100% heterosexual, but I can enjoy any good show. (laughs) (laughs) Key is it has to be a good show. Yeah, if it's a shitty show, I'm not going to enjoy it. Yeah. Real heterosexual men go to male strip clubs. Yes. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I just, I I have the thing that Heather would never go to one again because she had a bad experience the first time she went to one. What, a male strip club? Yeah, she went with her mom. That's just a bad decision. (laughs) Wow. Okay. Yeah, she was blushing through the whole thing. Wow. Wow. I don't know. I'm going for my my new friend, Stephanie. So, yeah. I I think think she stops being my new friend and just becomes like my friend. Like, I don't know. Is it like you have like to be like great friends? I think after you go to a male strip club with her, she becomes your friend. Wow. Well, she's actually actually one of my best friends already. Like, you know, you just like meet people and you're just like perfectly in sync with that person. So that's just how it is. I really, I keep saying my new friend, but she's really my new best friend. New best friend. You hear that old best friend that she's known since you guys were five? Fuck you. You could go to hell. I don't have any of those. Okay, well, whoever your old best friend was, fuck you. You could go to hell. Erica doesn't like you anymore. Erica doesn't like you anymore. She thinks you're terrible. She wants you to die. (laughs) You can have more than one best friend, Anthony. One is silver and the other is gold. You ever heard that? No. Make new friends, but keep the old. One is silver and the other is gold. Except for with Erica, old friends must die. (laughs) No, all my best friends have very distinct personalities and they fit a very distinct part of my life. Like, it's hard. Like, none of my my best friends, like, I don't know. They're not like a hundred percent. Like, my one friend, Chelsea, is nothing like me. We have nothing in common at all. We don't like the same things. We don't listen to the same music. We have nothing in common except for our outlook on life. We look at life exactly the same. So that's why she's my best friend because I can go to her and I can be like, listen to this shit. And she will totally get it. My best friend Kathy and I are very much, uh, we're very different, but similar in that we both like gaming and that we're both moms so like we have that as well and you know we it's just hard to explain i have nothing in common with most of my best friends it's just a personality thing well all that being said i think it's time we describe some movies badly right i'm sorry (laughs) i'm a weird thing tangents are fun our whole fucking episode is tangents. The you know, as the five ish as the five ish fangirls say on that their podcast, 
bring on the tangents and squee. I've not heard that. So. Oh, yeah, they say bring on the tangents and squee. That's like their thing. <laughs> okay. And Holly listens to our podcast, so she's going to be like, yay, you mentioned us. <laughs> I got a Pokemon I named Squee. It's like a walrus seal thing. So I'm going to go first. Okay. A bunch of intergalactic people get together to fight a big evil, uh, a big galactic evil that's going to destroy the universe. And they end up destroying it with love. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2. I guess that kind of works. <laughs> that's not what I meant. Yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy 2 would fit okay, very me, well, actually. A little bit better. Let me add a little bit more. A, um, a taxi driver. A, um, oh, uh, heavy metal. No. A taxi driver, a radio performer, or TV performer? Performer. A taxi driver, a performer, a monk, and a and a space ninja from the future. Um have to gather a bunch of key elements to destroy the big evil, but they end up deci- deciding that the real thing they have to gather is love to destroy the evil. Fifth element? Yeah. Okay. I mentioned the word <laughs> element. I shouldn't have mentioned the word element. You should not have mentioned the word element. Oh, no, I was already there. It didn't have anything to do with that. Yeah. Anthony, describe a movie badly and see if we can guess it. This is the recent movie I actually saw. Um, two idiots run for Congress. One idiot punches a baby. One, And then both idiots somehow win the vote. I feel like I should know that. Oh, I do. Uh, Tommy Boy? Nope. Okay. I, I really thought the one idiot punched a baby would really give it away. Mm-hmm. I don't know. The campaign. I've never I've never oh, heard of we that. Didn't, yeah, I didn't see it. You guys haven't seen the campaign? Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. I've never it's even actually, heard of it. it. It's it's got Will Ferrell and Zach Galifianakis. Basically one of them uh Will Ferrell plays a guy who's been in Congress. He's been like the uh he's been the congressman for the state for a very long time. Um and then he kinda of did something really dumb. So the the basically the rich people who have been funding his campaign are like, we need to pick a new guy. This guy's not going to work anymore. Yeah, I don't. So, I don't see get Zach Galifianakis movies. Oh, why not? I've only seen one that I've liked. Okay, well Zach Galifianakis plays as the other person that goes against him, and it's basically just Will Ferrell and Zach Galifianakis running for Congress, and they're both <laughs> fucking idiots, and it's great. You really should see it. You might like this one. Will Ferrell punches a baby. Um, Erica, do you got one? Uh, no, not yet. I got another. Okay, go ahead. A little girl survives World War II by visiting fairies. Oh, uh, Pan's Labyrinth. Yep. Oh, I've never seen Pan's Labyrinth. It's very good. I was about yeah, to say, they, I was about the, to say the, the line of the witch in the wardrobe. The screw-up they made when they advertised it is they didn't advertise that it's a Spanish-language movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they had all these trailers for it, and then people went to see it, and the entire movie's in subtitles. <laughs> Yeah, yeah that, that really threw off a lot of people. Uh, okay, I got one for you. A lawyer's kids are kidnapped and taken to another world. He has to learn how to be a kid to save them. Hook. Yep. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was a hard one. Really? It didn't. You seemed to get it real quick. Yeah, that was a hard yeah, one. That's quick. Yeah, you um, the oh, you're being sarcastic. Thanks. No, I wasn't. It was a hard one. Um, one of my favorite movies. I got uh, one. Some kids go into a closet. There's a war. Jesus saves everyone. <laughs> Chronicles of Narnia lied, which is <laughs> 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 Um Hugh and McGregor really likes heroin, and then he quits it. 
Transpotting. Yep. Okay, uh, I got one for you. A uh, con artist performer takes refuge and changes the Catholic Church. Nuns on the run. No. Um, oh, no, um, no uh, Sister Act. Yep, Sister Act. Uh, Sister Act was pretty good. Yeah, I think it was very good. good. Yeah. There's there's a few on here that I really like that are hard to describe badly. Like what? Um, try it. Um, I'm just going to read the blurb on IMDb. <laughs> a botched card game in London triggers four friends, thugs, and weed growers, hard gangsters, loan sharks, and debt collectors to collide with each other in a series of unexpected events, all for the sake of weed, cash, and two antique shotguns. Uh, lock, stock, and two smoking barrels. <laughs> I've never seen it. I couldn't figure out how to describe it badly. Yeah, I can't. Oh, there are three movies you have to see, Anthony. Lock, what? stock, and two smoking barrels. Snatch and Rock and Roller. They're they're very good movies. Yeah, they're a spiritual trilogy. Yes. They're comedy crime movies in in London, and they're amazing. Okay, I'll, I'll go. Maybe I'll watch those. I I still need to. I've not seen any of the new Marvel stuff, so I still need to see Thor Ragnarok. I still need to see Black Panther. I still need to see Infinity War, even though I fucking know everything because everybody's spoiling everything on Facebook. I saw Solo Friday. I saw Solo. Yeah. I saw Solo. I God, what did I do? I I saw Solo. I went to Strategicon. Um and I didn't include any of that in my nerdy thing. You know oh. what? We should we should have a little episode after this and talk about Solo for the patrons. Well, I yeah, I think we can do a short one because yeah. I um I have to get ready for church. Okay. Well, I have one last movie described badly. Okay. All right. Middle-aged man decides that he hates his life and has a midlife crisis. Quits his job, buys a car, and starts smoking pot, and it ends up getting him murdered. I don't know. Yeah, I'm lost on that one, too. American Beauty. Oh, wow. I don't think I saw that movie. Yeah, that's the description of that movie. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's actually a good description of that movie. Oh, thanks. (laughs) So you lose because it was a good description. <laughs> <laughs> you failed at this. Uh, I'm impressed that you got lock, stock, and two smoking barrels from the description on IMDb. I don't know if I would have. Oh, I've seen that movie a hundred times. There was no way I was not going to get it. Yeah, it's one of my faves. So, all right. Well, guys, that is our show. So let's wrap it up. Brian, what do you got going on this week? Um, Moving. Super fun. All right. Yeah. <laughs> and we're, we're doing we're doing episode 101 tonight at my going away party. And the cool thing about my going away party is all the patrons are going to be there. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Yeah. Love it. Love it. See that what you could have led with that one. Yeah, you could have just saying, Anthony, what's up with you? Uh, well, like I said, I've been getting into 40k stuff, so there's that going on. Um, I got a lot of painting to do. I should probably paint some more stuff. And then, of course, I'm going to the party tonight, because we're going to be saying goodbye to Brian. Bye, Brian. We will miss you. I'm going to cry. And then work. Yeah, I got to go watch people's kids. Yeah, that's a thing. Work. Super fun. I've got nothing super exciting 
this week. Um, my daughter is going to not talk to me for a few weeks because I'm making the kittens go back. Dun, dun, dun. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, she responsibility. She didn't do it. So that's a lot of her problem. Um, yeah, I don't think I have anything coming up. I think this week is like a chill week. I'll probably pay a lot more Pokemon Go with her. Maybe that'll make her not hate me. I don't know. I have to figure that one out. If you could even get her to play with you. Yeah, I don't know. Like I said, just before I came up here, she was like, you don't love me. You don't understand me. You don't yeah. care. Yeah. If, if your kids hate you, you're in the right way. You're doing it right. Yeah. So, but, you know, I told her she can have this uh, this afternoon to do nothing but hang out with the kittens and say goodbye. And my mom's going to come pick them up. So, you know, that's the thing. My life is boring. Sorry, that was a downer note. But let's bring Aww. it back. <laughs> let's bring it back up. So uh, this is our 100th episode. We have loved being here. We love that you guys listen. Uh, if nobody was listening, uh, we'd probably still do this, but be a lot sadder about it. We've never so, had an episode where nobody listens. Well, that's good. Even the first one had a lot of listens. Really? Yeah. How many people did you bribe? Four. Okay. Well, I mean, that's a good start. So, <laughs> but... um. I love being a part of Nerd Podcast Radio. I love telling people that I'm part of a podcast and it's a wonderful creative outlet for me. And it seems to have impacted all of us very positively. So I am your host, uh, Chrissy Smurf Erica, saying goodbye, Brian. Goodbye, nurse. Anthony. Bye, everyone. I will probably miss you because I'm sure there'll be a lot of weeks before I can't get on, before I can actually get on. Well, that you're going to be on next week's. Oh, I am. That's right. Okay, so you get to hear me for two weeks, and then and then I'll go missing for a few months, probably. <laughs> oh no, we'll figure something out. We'll figure something out. Even if you and I like record a Patreon episode, or you and Brian do, we'll figure it out. So that works. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. <laughs> yes. uh, stay nerdy and stay informed. And stay Bye, awesome. Guys. And stay awesome. Yeah, awesome. Stay that way. All right, Brian, cut him off. But I'm not saying anything.